tell you you're not good enough. They'll tell you you don't make enough money. They'll tell you that you don't dress the right way. Or that you don't drive the right car or live in the right house or your spouse or partner is not the right one for you. They'll tell you about how hard life is and how the spoils only go to the strong. Why do they tell you these things? So they can get you to live the way that they have decided to live instead of following your own heart's desires. Life is not hard. Living on planet Earth can be hard. But life on planet Earth, that can be beautiful. To look up at the sky during those quiet moments and to just look, see the white clouds standing out against the blue sky, slowly moving in the shape of dragons and rabbits and clipper ships. All of these beautiful things just going wherever they go, watching as the sun shines down through the clouds or just imagining like you did when you were small, being able to just stand on top of those clouds and walk looking down at the earth. This is life, being able to use your mind and imagination in life and being peace and in tranquility is life and so what we like to talk about on these shows is not living on earth it's about life on planet earth it's about being instead of doing and not being for someone else but being yourself being who you are Daring to go deeply into your own heart and find yourself. So that one day, when you look at that beautiful blue sky with the soft clouds, or even at night when you look up at that dark sky with stars standing out against the night and a beautiful moon. You don't see them. You don't see nature. You see a mirror. And all of that beauty. And all of that wonder. And all of that greatness. Is you. It is you. Who and what you really are. All of the greatness of the universe, all of the love and passion and compassion, all tucked into this little body, this little suit that we carry around and we've been convinced to think 
is who we are. But in truth, you see, we are that greatness. We are that wonder. We are that beauty. But we've been told so many times that we're not. We're told that we're sinful creatures or angry creatures or hateful creatures. We don't have any sense. We don't have any abilities. We have to look to others to define reality for us, to tell us what is real and isn't real. And we've been told this from the time we were four or five or six until we began to believe it, to live it, to use that creative, beautiful power that we have not only to confirm those negative beliefs, but in order to project them into the future. So we live the life in accordance with those false beliefs and began to create a world where those things were the norm. Life on planet Earth means getting rid of those things. It means not waiting to be free waiting to be a beautiful life, not striving to awake and to be one who is calm and peaceful, but actually doing it. I went to a Buddhist temple for four or five years, more than that. I began to notice the ritual, how we go in and we get the cushions and we sit on the cushions and then we sort of chant at the beginning after we chanted we do a meditation for maybe 25 minutes then there were questions and answers and then tea afterwards we did that ritual over and over again and even got names given to us people who were serious when something began to happen the pattern the tradition the ritual we all begin to attach ourselves to that ritual instead of becoming Buddhas we began to think that the ritual and the tradition was all there was. You see, we would never have admitted that, but we never expected to become awake and to become enlightened beings, even though we said that was our goal. And so we come in every week and sit and do the tradition and go home feeling good for a few moments, hoping that it lasted for a week until the next time we came in. But the idea of becoming the Buddha, becoming one awake, becoming the Christ in Christianity, or becoming Shiva in Hinduism was not a reality to us, but only a hope. We didn't realize, you see, that we could have become what we were looking for at that very moment. Each and every moment we were deciding to walk the path 
as a Buddhist instead of becoming the Buddha. And most of our lives, if we struggle and we strive for happiness, we look for joy, we do it through all kinds of rituals also. Seeing the right TV show, going to the movies, reading the right books, perhaps meditating or exercising or getting the right job. We think of these things as life. But all they are are rituals that we use in order to try to attain joy and happiness instead of just going straight to being joyful and being happy with it all together possible because life on planet earth is about experiencing love experiencing peace experiencing joy and being able to spread our wings and to rise on the winds of adversity or pleasure to reach the most high beautiful heights that we can for in truth you see the victorious one dwells within us and all we have to do is lift up our heads spread our wings and dare to fly If you like what you're hearing, please visit us at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That is www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com where you can become a patron and help to supply the funds that we need to continue with this show and the other podcast that we have at present. You can learn a little bit more about what we're doing on our website. And now back to the show. What is the secret of how to fly? How can we lift our heads and spread our wings and fly there are so many troubles going on in the world today. How can we do it? And we go out and are offended at so many things during the day. Everything from stupid people acting angry and ignorant to people who are just plain mean and nasty getting in the way to unfair laws and rules that forbid us from partaking of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. How can we fly? The main way to fly is by getting rid of all of the anchors that hold us down. 
that water or the anchors that hold us down. The first anchor is self-image. It is how we imagine ourselves, what we think of ourselves. It's how we take in all of the knowledge that has been forced into us from the time we were two, three, four, and five, plus that which was added later to create this personality or idea of ourselves. We take that and we create this persona that is not necessarily us. It is something that is so ephemeral we can't even see it ourselves. But we have an idea of it. And we look to other people you see in their actions and reactions to see what we are. To see if we are behaving the right way at the right time. In truth though, we are not that persona at all. And we don't need to behave any certain way because we really, in truth, don't need anyone else's approval for anything. And this is the most frightening and radical thing that one can truly begin to understand. But the truth is that no matter how we are or what we do, there's always going to be someone who doesn't agree with us there's always going to be someone who does not like us, whether we are saint or sinner. So in truth, it really doesn't matter what people think about us. This gives us a lot of fear, but it also gives some people a lot of temptation. Those who have been hurt in the past, those who have been put down, those who are angry, It gives them the chance to strike back at people, treat strangers badly, treat strangers the way they have been treated in order to try to get revenge with the universe. But the truth is, if one is hooked at trying to get revenge with the universe, they're only weighted down more because ideology is just another anchor. Why is it another anchor? Because we can never behave badly enough to get all of the revenge that we need. As soon as we feel that we're getting that revenge, a few other horrible things will happen because we are engaged in trying to get revenge and acting like idiots and nasty so we'll find ourselves in this circle over and over again something that we can't break free of so our whole life will consist of anger anger at injustice but also creating injustice so that is not getting rid of the anger the weight the way we get rid of the anger and the weight is to let go of that anger. Let go of that self-image. Be blank. Be clean. Be clear. Be like that sky full of clouds and sunshine. Be the one who can rest and relax when they're tired. Stand up and move around when they are restless. The one who drinks water thirsty, eats when they're hungry, 
who laughs when things are funny, and who cries when things are sad, the ones who get anger into themselves and become angry when someone is offending them or attacking them. The one who reacts as is natural for the body and not the mind. When we begin to live life as a response to nature and to react with a pure and clean heart, our world changes, you see. We begin to put aside all the falsity. And as we look at ourselves and our actions and our reactions that happen, we begin to see a pattern. We can begin to see what part of that action or reaction is ourself and what part comes from what other people told us. And if we can begin to do this and continue to do this without judgment, something slowly happens. That pure, original self begins to rise up out of the ashes to take wings like a phoenix and fly. Because that part of us, that original self, that beautiful, powerful self has never gone anywhere. Still there, like a seed, with all of the manipulation and all of the negative messages and all of those things that people have given to us or we picked up during our experiences, wrapped tight around it like a seed. And when that beauty, that original self, devours all of that and the substances within itself. It has the power, and we have the power, to break free from that shell, to rise like the plant moves towards the light-giving sun, or we break free was a caterpillar consuming, consuming and consuming enough to get his body weighted heavy and to get itself as full as possible before going into the shell comes out transformed as a butterfly it's time for each and every one of us to begin to be transformed like a butterfly time for us to use all of those negative things that have have us entangled not not as the chains that hold us down and destroy us but as the energy as the power as the nutrition as the food gives us the strength to dare to take wings 
support our show at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. You can buy our latest book. It is a science fiction book with a lot of information and knowledge, but always fun to read. It is We Are Not Alone by Om Prakash Gilmore. Thanks again for being with us on this show. Now, back to the show. Life on planet Earth is not about working hard in order to be enlightened and to save yourself, even though that is a good goal. Life on planet Earth is about one thing that adds up to many, and that one thing is being. Existing in this time and this space fully and completely to experience and gather information from that experience. And that is what it's all about. Experiencing life to the fullest. Whether it is reading a good book or taking a long walk on a beautiful day or riding a bicycle or going skiing or hanging out with friends late into the night where you talk so much and so freely that you forget about the concept of self and you are just there in a state of being changing information freely. This is what I mean when I say being. It is about moving in the flow automatically. The only thoughts that should be going through our minds are thoughts about things we're trying to accomplish or thoughts about 
how much one and one is if we need to add one and one. Those purposeful thoughts are the only things that could be going through our mind, that should be going through our mind. When we get to a state where our thoughts come and we need them or call upon them, and the rest of the time we are in flow state, we are awake fully and completely that doesn't mean we'll behave the way they tell us we should do because we fall back into the trap as soon as we try to live the way that some enlightened or saint type person should live we're not one of those we're not a regular person. They're not a special person. We're not an enlightened person. We're not an ignorant person. We just are. And what we can say about ourselves is I am. That's it. Now, as soon as we end the set with some type of noun or pronoun we are off target again what we are is I am and when we go deeper if we're not afraid to say it I am that which is that which was and that which will be because when we live in the moment and stay in the moment we are free there is no time there is just now the beauty and wonder of now we have closed the door from living in accord to someone else's wants and desires for us either so they can get something out of us or feel comfortable around us with their false image of self we get past that and we are free Despite any pain or suffering or any tragedy, we know the truth. We know that we are free. And the tragedy, and going deeply into that experience as it is happening, is just part of life on planet Earth experience we were born to seek and to have and we can use both pain and pleasure then to promote personal growth and break the chains of the falsity that we have been given 
the falsity that we got when they told us repeatedly who and what we are. They told us what we could do. They told us how we looked. They told us what we should drive. They told us what type of house we should have. And they told us what type of car we should drive. It's time to dump all of that. And just to be the beauty, the grace, and the wonder that we are can say enjoy